Good morning and welcome back to A Dose of Dave. It's a quarter to ten on Sunday and it's a glorious sunny day. All the grass has been cut over the pod park and it's still fairly quiet over here. Three men just on their way to play football by the looks of it. The dog walking gang is out. More dogs than people by the looks of it. Someone must have more than one dog, or several people. It's a lovely sunny day, still a bit cool. Um, But after yesterday's drab, emotionless podcast, it wasn't emotionless. I can't quite describe what the emotion was I was feeling. But I went back into work at six and there were four of us the manager sent one person home now this is a day that had been very very quiet up until i left and then very very quiet while i was not there and we'd had a few groups of um football supporters manchester people in the pub in the morning you know for a a quick pint and maybe a bite to eat and then they went off all very nice actually very nice people wonderful stuff lots of football chat uh, and many of them said oh yeah well we might be back later so anyway sent someone home <laughs> and then everyone descended on the pub so there were three of us and it was manic to say the least it's the busiest three hours of my life between sort of six and nine you might describe it as chaos it certainly wasn't the level of service that we would normally aspire to provide you know procedures go out the window a bit when you're really up against it like that um and the other two women there really didn't enjoy it at all but I loved it (laughs) it's really weird I really thoroughly enjoyed it Um, as hard work as it was I just got a real buzz from it Um, very tiring but I realized I suppose I've realized actually how much I've learned and not just how much I've learned how much I bring to the whole thing just in terms of dealing with people really you know there were people who did have to wait for their food and there were things that were missed and the strange thing is that most of the people there seem afraid just to say that to customers Um, there's one couple in there they turned up I wrote down their order on my pad And the manager said, don't put any more tickets through right now because the kitchen is struggling. I'm like, okay. So I kept going back to her on occasion. It's like, when can I put this on? I don't want to forget it. And they've been waiting ages and then we get to put put them on. So I just kept talking to them. Little apologies. Sorry, we are just really busy. We've just been hit by a load of people and they were fine. and the service was still really busy I was still rushing about and the guy made a point of coming and finding me 
and did one of those secret handshakes with some money in the palm of his hand and gave me a fiver tip. <laughs> and this is on top of the 10% that is added to every food order anyway. Um, and it's little things like that. And they hadn't had bad service, but, you know, they hadn't been served in the timely manner that they would normally be. But generally, if you are just sort of upfront about things, you know, they could see we were really busy, they could see there weren't enough staff. Most people will just be kind about that and understanding about that. Uh, so, I don't know, in essence, it's almost like the people who came in, my impression is that they almost had a better experience than if it had all been calm. You know, it was just that kind of buzz about the place. It was just a bit mad and manic. It was just one of those days. It was FA Cup final day and everyone had come out after the final and just met some lovely people from Manchester um, who actually thanked us for our hospitality, all that sort of stuff. So it's interesting that when, when things are manic and chaotic like that, generally people are understanding of the situation. But one of the biggest things I felt, this is a weird one, <clears throat> coming back, coming home, feeling actually quite accomplished. Um, I suppose I feel that my position is stronger my position is fairly strong anyway because they're struggling to find people. Hospitality is really struggling to find people. There's a reason for that and all the reasons I've spoken about since I've been there. You know, staff aren't really valued. Um, and I think this is probably true in most jobs, you know. People are seen as a, a commodity. Um, it's an opportunity to cut costs. But it just seems a bit mad to me. You know, send someone home to save I don't know, probably going to save 30, 40 quid. You know, it was a young, a young girl. Um, and the consequences of saving that, that 30 quid are chaos. But people just don't see it. And it's almost like, well, you've got to anticipate things. People have said they're going to come back and we don't know if they are. But if it was me... I would take the risk of that 30 quid just to make sure that the staff don't have a really shitty hard time and have to apologise for things that are out of their control. I mean, that's part of the job. Um, but yeah, most people were very understanding. We'll see if we get any TripAdvisor reviews from Moni people. But, yeah, it's sort of, I feel, weirdly, I felt more inclined in that moment to leave. Or it, it, it gave strength to that whole concept of being prepared to walk away at any moment. And I think this is just a reflection of what this means to me at the moment. It's not about the job, I don't want a career doing this, far from it. It's just a job, it's a means to an end. But it's also 
I don't know, a bit of a social experiment for me to, to see where I'm at in life. Um, so I suppose it's really about me valuing myself and it doesn't really matter what other people think of me. It's just all very negative there. You don't ever hear any positives. It's always about what people have done wrong and they're fearful of making mistakes. I think the people who've been there a while know how to just brush over the mistakes. Anyone new doesn't. So their, their mistakes are exposed. I, I don't think I made a mistake yesterday. Made one in the morning when it was quiet. No biggie. But it's all a big drama. Um, so I think I'm going to be the person who changes that. And I started doing it yesterday. Actually, I started doing it a couple of days ago. When I get a compliment on the food, um, you know, sometimes it might just be they really enjoyed the food. So I'll, I'll mention that to the chefs. I'll go in there. And I might shout mains away or whatever else needs to happen, the instruction to do the next thing. But I'll also say, table 14, really love their food. And the chefs seem to appreciate that. Um, so yes, very negative environments, and I think I'm just getting used to that. I think it, was, it sort of stung a bit initially. And it's hard to go into something when all you ever hear is is negative stuff. I did actually say to the manager, I just we were just sort of standing about early on. So tell me something that I can improve on. Um, and she said, when someone comes up to the bar, you tend to just sort of stare at them and scowl a bit um, before you before you talk to them. Uh, she said, I'd noticed that today. And I'm thinking, yeah, because I was purposely having a bit of a resting bitch face because I was pissed off. I didn't say this. I might say this when I get the opportunity. Um, but I'm glad she noticed that I wasn't very happy. Um, but she doesn't seem to have the ability to see the good in what people do. That's what people are missing, I think. How good I am with customers the banter, the cheeky chirpiness of Dave, which is the bit I love actually. In fact, quite a few people think I'm the manager. I've had an, quite a few comments about that. Oh, what do you, do you own this place? Do you run this place? Do you manage this place? <laughs> no, mate, I just work here. Um, so that's all quite interesting. Um, it is what it is and all that but these are the things these are the little signs that no one else sees and I suppose I've just realised from this that, that, that three hours of chaos I've had periods of that in my previous career they're the bits I've loved so maybe my future is in chaos I don't know. I mean, even this podcast, it's not chaos. Well, depends on your point of view. But it's that being in the moment kind of work where you just 
don't know, sort of feel at one with what you're doing. And that's how I felt yesterday. There was no having to think about what I should or shouldn't be doing. It was just actually, all bets are off. You just gotta do what you gotta do. And fuck the process. The process is out the window. The process only works if the process is supported by the right resources, i.e., in this case, the right number of people. And that's just a good example of penny-pinching. Penny-pinching a few quid causes chaos. Um, And I've I've got to a point, really, where there's no point saying that to them. It's the second time that's happened. Someone's been sent home, and then it's got really busy. And it's like, nah, you've got to, you've got to staff up for the worst case scenario. And actually, if it was me, I would have probably waited until seven o'clock just to see what happened rather than send someone home early because it would have taken time for people to get out of the stadium, get get to wherever they want to be, which was a bit of a challenge yesterday because the trains weren't running. Do you know what I mean? It's just put a bit of thought into it. Anyway, um, I'm starting at three today, working through till close, and I've got Monday and Wednesday off, and I'm only working 10 till, no, 12 till six on Tuesday, so a bit of time off to recuperate. I've reached my 12 stone goal. I've lost a number of pounds this last few weeks, which is good. I'm now going for 11 and a half stone. There's still a bit of, well, a fair bit of fat really. So it'll be interesting just to see what my real body is. Do you know what I mean? It's looking pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm doing some physically demanding work and coping with it and getting stronger because of it, mentally and physically. This is a rather large dose of Dave today, but I've got a lot to say. It's good, life is good, it's all coming together. Um, And I suppose the most The most important thing, the most significant thing is that, not to sound too too guru-like, but I'm reclaiming my personal power, getting on the front foot in life and making life happen. I'll catch you all tomorrow. Namaste. a tiny podcast, a podcast for money, doodly doodly do. Well, it could be, or maybe not. If you wish to contribute financially to the podcast, you can make a donation via patreon.com forward slash bullshit detective you can donate 
as much or as little as you like from zero pounds or dollars or whatever to like millions and millions and millions if you so wish but actually you know the price of a coffee once a month or a beer or a pack of sweet corn from the supermarket they're probably about a pound aren't they something like that whatever um, and if you don't that's also fine because the people who do are paying and the people who don't still get their podcast for free which is quite a nice arrangement when you think about it isn't it it's kind of built on just being nice to everyone everyone being nice to everyone and doing what they can so if you do it's much appreciated if you don't it's also much appreciated thank you very much